when the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, these spooks come out for a swing and wake, which means today we are talking about the grim grinning ghosts of the Haunted Mansion. I'm Cheryl. I'm Ashby. And I'm Molly. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. The Haunted Mansion? What is the plural for mansion? Mansions? I guess so. That one's the same. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was actually but pretty simple. But who's rich enough to have more than one mansion? You know, <laughs> that is what we're going to be figuring out today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're talking about the haunted mansion because it is the Halloween season, and this Ooh. one, uh, yeah, we were doing research on this one, and it is there is a lot to talk about with the haunted mansion. I think it's one of the most well documented disney attractions out there i mean there are like websites and books and movies and just endless kind of fan appreciation i'd say it's a cult a cult favorite disney attraction yeah it's like it's there's like history behind it you know like it's when you think of that attraction it just feels like it's it it feels like it's been around forever (laughs) yeah and it actually hasn't i mean it was almost 10 years into disneyland um existing that this attraction opens but yeah it feels like it's been here forever and it recently celebrated um over the summer it celebrated 50 years yeah that's right it did yeah they had like Um, a little um uh i guess we'll call it a museum set up in the 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 foyer area of um what's the abraham oh my gosh why am i great moments with um Mr. Mr. Lincoln, you call yeah. it's Mr. to you. <laughs> sorry, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. I we're all, we're actually really friendly, uh, right. so Abe. I can call him Abraham. You don't call him Abe. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but anyways, they had a really cool little walkthrough area with a lot of history about the haunted mansion and probably all the stuff we're going to learn today in our podcast. Well. Great intro, actually. And you can jump in here with some information on the museum because... I don't, I don't um, remember anything. Well, well, you could try to. I, um, I'll, just, I'll just affirm. I'll just say, yeah. Yeah, I saw that at the museum. Yeah, that was at the museum. That yeah. was at Abe's museum, Abraham's museum. <laughs> Abraham, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> the Haunted Mansion, as we know it today, began kind of its first planning stages a couple of years after Disneyland first opened. So we're talking the late 1950s here. Um, Walt wanted to do a walk through Haunted House. And in the early planning stages, it was to be called the Museum of the Weird. Ooh. Mm, so like a Ripley's Believe It or Not. I mean, that's a little bit of what it sounded like to me. Um, He did not want this to be a ride because he was trying to avoid the, like, boardwalk haunted house um, attractions that were just like, (laughs) like, well, here's my ghost. Oh, I'm a ghost. You know, Um, he (laughs) basically jack in the box everywhere. (laughs) Well, exactly. And and like what I thought of when I heard that was like kind of like Mr. Toad but with more ghosts where it's just like real fast mm, mm-hmm. um so that's what he was kind of trying to avoid 
And the original idea was that um, butlers and maids who worked in the mansion would be kind of your tour guide from the Museum of the Weird. So it'd be a walkthrough, but like a guided experience, which is actually similar to um, what originally Pirates was going to be as well. But that's for that's for another episode. Another one. <laughs> And even in these kind of early planning stages, the storyline, which we'll get into later, was super jumbled. It was, what is this going to be about a sea captain? Is this going to be about a, a bride? Is this going to be about a murderous family? It was all just kind of like no one could really agree. Cool. Um, but what they could agree on or what they were able to do was build out the exterior of the Disneyland Haunted Mansion in the um, being built Oh, I almost just said Liberty Square. New New Orleans Whoa. Square. Whoa. Right. <laughs> right. Um, um, and so it was a mansion kind of um, of the area. Kind of looks like it could just be plopped down right outside New Orleans, right? Um, and Walt was insistent that the exterior not, not look too run down. Um, maybe a little abandoned, but not... Like, again, your typical haunted house that I think people were used to seeing images of. Um, so, yeah. yeah it's like, unf- you think you think of, um, what's that uh, Hitchcock movie? Oh, uh, like the, the Psycho House. Yeah, like that house yeah. you think of where it's like just, it has that, like, it's almost like really taller, like skinnier and doom doomful looking, you know, run down. Totally. And, They're and like, we don't in- want that. We they, well, that. yeah, and, and kind of sticking. That's a that's a that's a Waltism, right? Like he was like, I want everyone to you know look across the, you know, lagoon here and see New Orleans Square and say, wow, how beautiful, and not be like, oh God, what's that? <laughs> um, <laughs> An eyesore. <laughs> what the hell's that? Um, but that as you get closer, you start noticing it's a little moody or eerie. Those are probably better words to describe what the exterior was going for. So they finished the outside of the building in 1963, but unfortunately it sat unused and kind of unfinished on the inside for a couple years because of Disney's involvement with the New York World's Fair that took took up a couple of years, which um, I found to be kind of a funny, fun fact, because how awkward would that be right now? That'd be so interesting now, like if, if if Disney or anywhere just put up like this building and there's such mystery behind it, you know, like, oh, what is that going to be? What is it? I feel like we could never get away with that today. But like, what a cool way to get because I mean, that would that would go viral so fast uh, and the hype would be amazing. But I also like as you were describing that fact, I was I had an image of my head of like, oh, hey, guys, Bob Iger got called away to a convention. So. We got to stop construction. Like it's so different now because of how high up everybody is in our company, and like that's it's just amazing to think about like Walt and how his hands were still so involved in everything that was done at oh, the park. Yeah. Such a different time. It was just stalled. It was stalled when he couldn't be like involved right. on it. Um, I was actually thinking that I feel not. It's not comparable, but I feel the same sort of like tease. Um, when I see the old Universe of Energy building, that's the Guardians oh, of the Galaxies yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah. Or it's just like, what's going on yeah. in there? <laughs> like, I just, I want to know. Um, but a little bit different because that's just like a box facade. Right. It's not just right a... now. It looks just like a tunnel. 
Well, now nowadays it's so crazy because, like, it, I mean, the minute something's announced, all of the bloggers, you know, you can you can search right now, you know, Universe of Energy or the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and pe- there'll be so many pictures that they take from the monorail or mm-hmm. from their little camera on a pole that they hold over the wall. You know, it's like it's so hard for Disney to keep anything under wraps anymore. Oh yeah. And almost they're growing so fast that they don't even care. They're just like, "Hey, we're right. doing it." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, it is kind of part of the hype, too. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely and I know I shouldn't, but I get excited when there's like a construction photo or something. <laughs> um I kind of enjoy that. It is funny how like cuz I've been on both sides of that. Like I've been on the side of like I get I get mad. I'm like, ugh, those stupid people. They're posting all these pictures and they're blah blah blah, and they, you know, all the theories that come out about things, and they start talking about it. And I don't know why. Like, as working on the, I guess when you're working on a project like that, you want like the surprise to be genuine for everyone. But but then on the other side of it, like when you're watching from the outside, you're like, no, I want to know everything. <laughs> Tell me everything. Well, and it's I think for someone who I've lived away from the parks now for a couple years and it's just like I'm not quite sure when my next trip is going to be so Mm -hmm. if I have the opportunity to you know watch a YouTube video or or something like that I probably am going to I don't (laughs) I I also don't I also am not a big fan of um like I don't care about spoilers I don't I kind of like them so yeah hot take there yeah so question for both of you because I this brings up an interesting thought so do you like to go on and watch like ride videos of attractions or do you have to experience it first before you could ever watch a video of it i mean i've never watched a ride video ever (laughs) in my life Mm, okay okay. i love ride videos (laughs) they're like they're my like drug of choice um Interesting. I watch, okay. like, if I'm having a stress, I, and I work at a company where, like, I'm on my computer and talking to customers kind of all, all day, and so if I need a break from, like, that, I will watch, like, Splash Mountain right through videos. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. It's kind of weird. And actually, ride video, YouTube videos were my gateway into the world of, like, the Disney vlogger, which I am obsessed with right now (laughs) yeah funny oh and just because it's so light and it's entertaining and um yeah it's kind of like you get to read you if you can't be there every day you kind of um get to check in on it or like relive kind of those those happy times i get it like i i understand how odd this may sound but i do totally understand it well it it would be very interesting to do like a little poll Mm -hmm. you know of like in general, what's the percentage of people who, like, they are like, I'm not watching anything before I ride it, or, like, on the flip side of it, we're like, oh, yeah, I don't care. I want to I want to know everything I can about it before yeah. I ride it. I'm in, I'm in the camp of I have to experience it first before, because I, I don't want to know any details. And I think some of that comes from, like, the, because after working in the industry, there's a little bit of the magic that gets kind of ruined in a way because you learn how things work or you know the magic we we learn the the the, you know the science behind the magic I guess is the best way to put it and so for me I love riding something and not knowing and then like getting off of it and going how how did they do that 
you know, and not knowing because it's just a, a, a new, like I did that with um, the, the new ride at Star Wars. Um, I got off of that and I was like, I need to, I want to know how they did that. That was so cool because I couldn't figure out all of the details. So that's kind of where I sit. How do you feel about Instagram stories, though? Do they make you mad when people post rides that you haven't been on yet that you're interested in riding? Like you didn't have a warning that right, they were like going to spoil nobody you? Nobody told you they were hmm. going to show the unicorn and Hagrid's magical motorbike. Or that would be upsetting ouch. to me. Yeah, Sorry, spoiler, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> we, we should mark that. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Because um, I got like fifteen, I saw fifteen stories of people oh, posting that. Oh no! Unicorn. I guess yeah, that I, would, I that is upsetting. Yeah, that would bother me. I, luckily, I guess I don't follow anybody that posts that. <laughs> you have better friends than I do. But I will tell you, I am so. I feel like the mo- after the fact and realizing things, like I'm so clueless. 89% of my life like just day to day and like mm-hmm. so even when I experience a ride for the first time I'm not paying attention and so like mm. even if I were to watch a video of something if I don't know what actually is happening and I don't think you can fully know what's happening unless you're in there <laughs> right and so like even thinking about the when I went to a completely different park like in Amsterdam I still feel like I don't know where I was and so I think <laughs> I think either way. I think basically what I'm trying to say is I need to ride something 18 times, and then maybe a video would make sense to me. Well, Cheryl, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying, but I'm going to come from the opposite angle. Of like, I, I have a hard time like taking in my physical surroundings in especially when you're like being overstimulated right like lights and noises and you're writing something you know so I feel like I need in order to appreciate it in the moment I like to be like prepared um so for example Cheryl when was this a couple months ago we were both in Epcot together and we rode the Frozen Ever After ride yeah shape super you yeah, Um, And you had not been on it, and I had not been on it either. Um, and it's been open for years now, right? Yeah. But I had watched, I had watched a ton of YouTube videos on it, and I feel like I enjoyed the ride personally that much more because I was, I kind of knew what to look for, and I, I don't know, I like, I watched a lot of other people go on it and say how much they liked it, and then I was like, oh. I like it too now. Like I can say that. Yeah. I still was very much like, I don't know where I am. And I, yeah. <laughs> we have one of the funniest on-ride photos from that. We both Oh my look, gosh. <laughs> we both look bored, but we weren't. <laughs> no. It was a lot of though, like, uh, oh, that's where that used to be. And oh, that's yeah. what that is now. It was some Maelstrom like oh, um, matching yeah, it was yeah. like, a little bit. Yeah, it was piecing together where the scenes were that we've seen pictures of, where Maelstrom was, and then also going, wait, what is happening? Yeah, and saying, but, like, where's the oil rig? To tie <laughs> right. this back to Haunted Mansion, like... Oh, someone has to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to this, this detour. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, I genuinely, even writing the Haunted Mansion as I grow up and as I've started going to different versions of the Haunted Mansion and come back, like, I was not paying attention, and now it's been... It, which makes it more fun to keep writing over and over again over mm-hmm. the years. I agree. Thank you so also for bringing right. it back. I appreciate bringing it that. Back. Bringing it back. So so it was an abandoned house. It was an abandoned house. It was left abandoned for a couple years, and then unfortunately, Walt Disney passed away. Oh, before... wait! Where? So 
So he never saw the haunted mansion like as a ride. No, that's so so. Kind of after his death, Imagineers kind of quickly decided like we should finish this though. Um, What and they took kind of um, what they had learned at at the World's Fair and used and started adding in. um, Decided it should be a ride, and decided it should use a lot of audio animatronics. So the whole kind of focus of it again changed in a good way. Um, I don't know if Walt would think so. Well, you know. <laughs> no, I actually was just, I was like, I wondering, like, I wonder if there was a meeting, like, you know, after, like afterwards and they're like, all right, so does anybody want to talk about this? Like, is anybody still on board with this walkthrough attraction or, or are we ready to move on to something different? <laughs> oh my God. What if Walt came back and was like, this is not what I wanted. And whether or not it was a good ride being so angry that it wasn't. Right, right. I mean, but that, you know what, though, to be honest, though, what a difficult, what a difficult conversation to have, you know, like yeah. Walt had this vision, he was sharing it with his Imagineers, who uh, he was obviously close with at that time. And then they had to change it, you know, because of whatever reason. Uh, like, I'm sure, I'm sure there was some people that walked away from that conversation, like hurting, like, yeah. oh, we're not, we're not following through with what his vision was. But ultimately... I mean, we'll never know what the other one would have looked like, but I think we can honestly say this was probably the better option. Well, and I think that something that is often said about Walt Disney is that he he was um, like had a ton of vision, but he was also super attracted to like n- the newest, freshest ideas. Like he was a super mm-hmm. believer in um, improving things, um, and something that had been improved at the World's Fair during kind of the hi- hiatus period of this ride was the idea of um, animatronics and also um, ride vehicles and ride systems and something that had come out not exactly from the World's Fair, but right afterwards was the um, Omnimover ride system, um, which today is often called like, we see it a lot as like a clamshell vehicle. Um, (laughs) Actually, can either of you explain this a little better? (laughs) I mean, basically, it's like if you imagine like like a roller coaster track almost. Like it just it's this track that the vehicles are on, and they're all connected together in just one giant train. So it's like Omni, which is like what one, <laughs> and Mover. So that way, like it's just it. There's no break in the ride system. Yeah, it's continuously loading and unloading. Mm-hmm. Or should be in theory, I guess. <laughs> right, right. So, so there's advantages and disadvantages, right? Because like advantages, you can pump some people through a ride mm-hmm. when it's like that. But at the same time, if you have any issues with people getting on, people getting off, if you need, if they need some extra assistance, if the ride stops, <laughs> like those are like stop moments for everyone instead of on other attractions where, oh, that might stop for this group, but maybe it'll keep going for the other one type of thing. Yeah, and then, like, I know that in the appeal of an Omnimover is that you can put through so many people, but at the same time as there's not necessarily a thrill element to the attraction itself. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. They well, should do an Omnimover roller coaster. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. It's well, just flying. I guess they, so over at, like, Disneyland, they have a slinky 
coaster, but it's like t- uh, just a round ride, but it's just woo like. <laughs> that is kind of like a. I just visualized that, and it was a really weird ride, no, like I, a woo woo. I, I explained it perfectly with my woo woo, but it, it just kind of like looks it. like a bump, and you just go around and around and around circles, and it is wild. So I would assume like that's like yeah. an omni coaster. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think the other appealing thing about the Omnimover ride system for Haunted Mansion probably specifically is that when you have the Omnimover ride system, the Imagineers can like program the vehicles to turn like at just the right moment to look at exactly what they wanted you to look at. Mm-hmm. So it was the exact same concept as like the butler leading you through the walkthrough, yeah. except at just much, 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 much higher capacity. Um and you get to, it's a ride. I mean, and I, Walt Disney may have thought walkthroughs were kind of the way of the future, but they aren't. So no. I'm personally no, happy no, yeah. um, that it's a ride. Me too. So, um, so the other, I, I'm putting this as a note here for us to look into in the future, but have you guys ever heard of the ride Adventures Through Inner Space? I have not what it's a it was a former tomorrowland attraction in disneyland it was actually the first to use the omni mover um vehicle and it was this idea that instead of outer space you were going to inner space so you were like shrunk down to the size of some sort of molecular thing like ant-man um Yes, kind of. And you like go into you go into like the structure of a snowflake it actually looks really cool i know in Tomorrowland, it was in Disneyland. Yeah, there's actually a full, there's a video here. I go, I'm, I'm going against my own thing here, but you can't ride it because it doesn't exist anymore. It's um, gone. But uh, no, that's true. You can only look at yeah the, former. It's actually a, it lives now only in our memories. Right. <laughs> Is that Dan? <laughs> Rose from Titanic, but whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a there's like a whole YouTube there. video in here, uh, and it's funny. I've actually I've seen this picture of these little ride vehicles going into the tube i've seen that picture somewhere before yes and it in from the from like the um waiting area or the queue area it would have looked like people were shrinking oh, that funny. was kind of the point that's so interesting yeah. that it was like uh, that was there <laughs> and i'd never heard of it before yeah watch that youtube video in your own time it'll blow your mind yeah that's crazy i think it's probably the same one i saw um so I just want to go down a quick list of some key players, some key Imagineers in this, because they're going to continue to come up, I think, if we continue to talk about Disneyland attractions. Um, and they played a pretty key role in making Haunted Mansion Haunted Mansion, which is kind of just like jumbled story, kind of scary, kind of funny um, attraction, basically. So, um, I'm not sure if you guys remember that. Like, when I was a little kid, I was really scared to go on Haunted Mansion. My mom was like, it's funny. It's like a funny ride. It's with funny. Ghosts. And the first, like, the first, like, five minutes are not funny. They're no. very scary. But the graveyard scene is kind of hilarious. There are ghosts playing on, like, oh, seesaws. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. So, I was mad at her and, and agreed with her by the end of the ride. <laughs> um, okay, so the big, the big, the like two big players here are Claude Coates and Mark Davis. Do either of those names sound familiar to you guys? Uh, no, but I love Claude Coates. Well, that's a great name, right? I... Is that not a name on a mansion tombstone? I'm sure it is. Oh, right. Yeah, there's got to be something, that. yeah. 
I remember seeing both of those names in my walkthrough museum tour of oh. the Haunted Mansion anniversary. Thank God. <laughs> in AB Babies. <laughs> Tales with AB Babies. Tales with AB Babies. Oh god. Um so so these were two imagineers who had two very different ideas of like the what the mood of Haunted Mansion should be. Uh Claude Coates, again, coolest name, wanted this to be scarier, um spookier, mysterious, eerie, and Mark Davis, who is uh, known elsewhere in the parks for his like character-driven stuff, um wanted it to be lighter and more humorous. Again, he was I think kind of trying to appeal towards like the everyone crowd like this can be a story about ghosts but let's make it not as like scary um now let's cue up which our, again... our uh, flashback to that video of the two guys in the bowler hats with cigars in their mouth <laughs> like ah i want it to be dark and mysterious now i want it to be character driven and humorous i mean that is exactly how it went down <laughs> and honestly neither person won like in the end it's right. both which yeah, is interesting yeah. um <laughs> So other people here, another fantastic name, Raleigh Crump. Um, he was Love the it. original designer for the Museum of the Weird. Oh, so yeah, yeah. had probably most of the original kind of concept art turned into actual parts of the attraction. Um, but just, again, which is why it doesn't have a huge storyline. It's just kind of like all this weird stuff all mashed together in a house. Um, another key player is Yale Gracie, and that last Wait name should sound familiar. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, and he was known throughout, again, these names will probably continue to come up for us, but Mr. Gracie <laughs> um, <laughs> was known as kind of the special effects guy throughout Imagineering. So he was able to bring in kind of the special effects of the day into these practical um, rides. So, for example, on Haunted Mansion, we'll get to, but the pepper's ghost effect and the seance scene those are all very so uh, cool yale gracie scenes yes um so mark davis i said a little bit before he was kind of the character driven guy he was also an actual like animator at the, at walt disney studios and he designed uh the lead designer on tinkerbell and maleficent that gives you kind of an idea hmm. um wow. and he's responsible for like his legacy in Haunted Mansion is like the stretching room portraits, the hitchhiking ghosts, the singing busts, uh, the caretaker, and kind of the in, the kind of um, basic scene of the ballroom, mm. which is, which if you will go through this, but the ballroom scene is kind of the scene that starts going from scary to not so scary. Um, right. Right. Cause yes. you're like, they're just dancing. <laughs> like yeah. it's not, very scary and then the attic kind of throws it off a little bit but originally that's that's what was going on mm -hmm. Whew. any any questions about those key players no no very informative my question Thank is you. why don't we name people is like yeah, that anymore right is what is his this name is my cody, baby Claude. cody coates is he single because i like that cody Co <laughs> he's <laughs> past <laughs> uh, but i don't know great. we should look it up we'll look it up <laughs> right right well, well, see if he has a Tinder, please. Oh, well, right, right, right. right. Yeah. I would check. Yeah, he's <laughs> just kidding. in Orlando on Tinder. Um, yeah, uh -huh. don't do that. And he's in a bowler hat. With well, obviously. Um, yeah, duh. Without any other, uh, I think we maybe we should just jump into the attraction then. We're moving right Let's along. Let's do it. Yes, please. Let's go. So I want to point out that Disneyland and Magic Kingdom versions are 
very similar, but there are a few things that are a little out of order. So as we go through, I think we're going to assume we're at the Disneyland version, the original version, and then we can kind of jump in where Magic Kingdom is a little bit different. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Well, the first difference is they're both located in different lands. (laughs) (laughs) And they look totally different. And that's consistent. I think that's pretty much consistent everywhere. Yeah. Too. Each yeah. version is is located in a different land and has like a different exterior theme completely. So one of the similarities between the two queues for Magic Kingdom and Disneyland is they you kind of go through an exterior graveyard basically. Um, some of the tombstones tell some stories. Some are a little bit more humorous. They're usually like limericks about how someone died, which set and doesn't sound funny, <laughs> but it is funny. I mean, yeah. They are pretty funny, yeah. Do you guys remember any of them? I do not. Who? I was trying to remember, like, <laughs> here lies so-and-so. Claude Coates, <laughs> ran over by goats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh what uh, if he did? Let's see if there's any uh, fun ones here. We mentioned this um, as we were just chatting earlier, but... It's not original to the ride, but the Magic Kingdom version has what we'd consider like a um, interactive queue right now to make passing the time out in the outdoor queue a little bit easier. You can like play on a like a ghostly piano, right? Like yeah, yeah. They have all the instruments all there. The instruments. And there's books. My favorite are they have little headstones. Um, like there's like six of them, but they all tell the story, and you can find out who killed who based on what it says and what the little symbol is underneath it. Right. And then there's also a diamond ring hidden in the ground somewhere that you can find. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. The old legend of the ring. The legend of the ring. Um, My favorite... I I think we're going to say the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite part of the queue is the Madame Leota... Um, tombstone when her eyes like open mm. and follow you that, mm-hmm. because that one you're like if you see that and you're not if you didn't know about it ahead of time you're like um did anybody else see that just happen yeah, you like really question creepy, yourself creepy moment um yeah and I believe in, and then I don't know if, go ahead I was gonna say do they still do I know when they did the um, Mickey's not so scary they used to have a live person oh yeah they still do out mm-hmm. front do they still do that yeah, yeah. at because she was dressed up as like, was was it the bride? No, no. no she, or was it a? Um, she reminds me of the lady who guards the door at Gryffindor. Like just come. The fat lady. Just, <laughs> yes, she's like, oh hello, <laughs> welcome to our ghostly manor. What are you wearing? That looks odd. She just sits on a bench. What out are there you wearing? She kind of judgy McJudgerson. She's like, are you a dog? What is yeah. happening? But oh, that's fun. That's what so a, funny. I'm sure there's a story character. there that we're not aware of. Yeah. 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 Um, and both on the outdoor queues also fe- feature like um, a hearse, like a horse-drawn hearse, which oh, is all yeah, pitched yeah, yeah. up to like the ghost horse because you can't see it, which I think is kind of funny as well. Um, which is I also Harry Potter too. reminiscent of like Thestral's. Hmm, sounds like a ripoff to me. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Um, but very quickly, uh, in both attractions, you move to the indoor kind of uh, 
foyer section of the queue where you kind of get out of a line, like a line line and, in, and kind of huddle up into this room. Um, and this is your first interaction typically with the Haunted Mansion cast members, which I have to say are usually so fantastic and do their job very well and wear really cool costumes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just a word to the wise, if you're listening to this and you've never you've never experienced this attraction before, uh, welcome. Uh, but like, <laughs> Thank you for listening. Listen, I, I know it gets weird because you're not in a queue anymore, right? It just becomes this group of people. Mm-hmm. But like, just keep moving. Just okay? keep moving yeah. forward. Like, keep going. All, fill in the space. I think in society we have lost that idea yeah. of like filling in space. Get off your phone and fill in the mm-hmm. space. Just go all the way forward. Yeah. Find a That's wall right. and hug it. Exactly. Plus, you might be close to the door that's going to let you into the next room. So just, yeah, go. And also just like if you're given the opportunity to get out of line, get out of a line. That's just mm-hmm, such a better mm-hmm. experience. Get in the AC and pack it in. Exactly. That's I was just right. going to say, so when the correct amount of um, guests have come into the main little entranceway here, the cast member will close the door. Um, and this is where things start to get a little bit different between the two Disneyland and Magic Kingdom versions. But there is basically like a little, your first introduction to the, your ghost host, this kind of like omniscient voice. Is that the correct word? Um, omniscient? Um, uh, omnipotent? Omni- <laughs> um, omniscient? Um, <laughs> omniscient. Yeah, I think you're right, right? The, um... yeah. It's like, you, yeah. it's like ever present. You can't see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a ghost. <laughs> And he kind of introduces himself. And this is where you start getting into kind of the, um, like, the lines we've all heard and such. Anyway, um, in both versions, though, there is a, maybe I'm, this isn't true. In the Magic Kingdom version, there is a portrait on the wall that as the ghost host is talking to you, it turns into, like, a dead skeleton version of the portrait. Yes. And it's actually, mm-hmm. I think, one of the scariest parts of the ride, which is why when I was six, I was mortified and could barely move. Yeah, those poor children that are getting led in there, that the parents are like, no, 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 it's it's Disney. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And then that's the first thing you see inside. You're like, Yeah, it's like nope. Portrait of Dorian Gray, where like we're probably mm. staying younger, but the portrait right. is growing older. Oh, my God. Wow. Is mm-hmm. that that's probably what it's referencing i love an illusion um so then this happens a lot in this ride one of the door one of the walls just opens and i guess this is more of a door but you go into what we refer to as the stretching room but it just looks like another um circular room again please do not form a line (laughs) all the way down right all the way in what do they say though they the cast members say something funny to the dead center yeah. of the room. Like drag your bodies to the dead center yeah. of the room. It's just fun. That's fun. <laughs> um, same thing. Again, I recommend picking a wall. Just going to the outdoor wall um, or the outside wall. Um, and then your ghost host. Again, there's like a thunder lightning lights go off. Your ghost host greets you again and gives you a little bit more context. And then he points out um, the portraits that are lining the top portion of the wall. Um, and then they start stretching, which is why we call this room. room. It's not for yoga. No, oh. 
Mm-mm. No? Okay. No. okay. That's not a, you could. I mean, you could if you wanted to <laughs> drop into a downward dog, I guess. <laughs> right. Please don't drop into a dog. There's not the space. There's not enough room. There's not enough room. Uh, that's great. Uh, but there's there's funny history with the stretching room. So, like we said before, Mark Davis was responsible for the stretching room portraits. Um, and I think those are pretty recognizable. They're also all over merchandise right now. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. They're very, it's really great. Very, very, yeah. And it's all very kind of cool. Um, and the originals were hand-painted, I believe. Because oh, my God. I, really? I follow this one comedian who's, like, obsessed with them. And I guess the originals were, like, oil paintings. And they were very, very expensive. And then, obviously, screen printing became, like, the easiest thing to do. But some of the originals were hand-painted. That's amazing. And crazy yeah. that they, like, went through that <laughs> amount of, like, abuse every day. You know? Right? Right. Yeah. Um, but so what all the all the stretching room portraits are showing are kind of um, just normal people's portraits. And then as they as the room stretches, the portraits also stretch showing like the dangers and perils that they're going through. There's the girl holding like the umbrella and it stretches parasol par- thing. Well, correct. It's not raining. She's just shading her face from the Rain sun. Um, <laughs> and she's what is she doing? She's like on a. Uh, there's like an, an a crocodile or something below her. Yes. Um, what are some Isn't other? Isn't it all the ways that they die? It's all the ways that they die, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes from like they're living, they're living, and then all of a sudden you see how they were. How they all died. Basically killed. Yeah. Brutally yeah. murdered. So the <laughs> right. the funny thing about the like, stretch. But it's not scary, kids. It's not, it's not scary. scary. It's perfect. It's funny. Really friendly. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, ghost Claude Coates Goose. is like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I got my way. Um, so the stretching room isn't just a pre-show. Um, it actually, pre- uh, the original version of Disneyland formed, it was had a functional purpose um, where Haunted Mansion was built, um, was backs right up into the train, the Disneyland Railroad train tracks. And so what the haunted, or the stretching room does in Disneyland is actually an elevator that takes you down one level. Um in order to get you kind of under the train tracks and onto the rest of the attraction that's located in a show building that you don't see, basically. Um, in Disney World, that was not necessary. They had, you know, extra time to make sure that that, and put it in a location where that wasn't necessary. So the walls... possible. The wall, yeah. Um, Sand. <laughs> water level. Also, correct. Like, if you went down, it would fill with water, which would be way scarier. Um... But in Disney World, in Magic Kingdom version, the walls go up instead of the floor going down, which is really interesting to me. And kind of great that they um, kept that. Yeah. To go back to the pictures. So here's – so I, I was in the same boat of like, oh, this is how they all died. But there's actually one that uh, – it starts off with the older lady oh, with yes. the rose. And then when you reveal it, it's got the tombstone with the – what I'm assuming is the husband – with an axe in his head. She's a murderer. Yeah, oh, so she murdered her husband. But, like, the other, all three of the other ones are, you know, the guy on the dynamite barrel and then the three guys in the quicksand. Mm-hmm. So, like, those are all, plus the, the girl with the alligator, crocodile, whatever it is. So it's interesting that there's one of them that's not, like, she, that she wasn't murdered. She someone. murdered someone else. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. It's an interesting I, – I'd love to know the – the reason for her being the oddball out of the four pictures. Wow. I 
wonder if she was caught. I mean, because she's clearly announcing it to the world. Right. Right, yes. Do they need, like, more evidence? I'm confused. (laughs) Right. This painting cannot be used in court. (laughs) Um... So, again, your ghost host is talking to you, and then he reveals that he himself is dead. There's, like, a flash of lightning. If you look up, there's, like, a hanging body, which is really scary, and I never look for the record. That is, yeah, that part is really scary. I don't like it. But then, magically, one of the walls opens up again. Um, well, because there were no windows and no doors Oh, my gosh, yes, correct. Which offered us a chilling challenge of finding a way Correct. out. And that's when we found that someone else chose a different way out. Yeah. When, and I don't want that one. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want I that. I will not choose option C. No. So right. That, but then a door does open and they were like, just kidding. Just kidding. Follow us. Um, so this is actually a, so you walk down kind of a corridor um, on your way to your ride vehicle, but this is where the Disneyland um, attraction in Magic Kingdom starts to be a little bit different. Um, in Disneyland version, you walk by the like portrait gallery where similar, kind of similar to the stretching room are in the same kind of spirit. These look like normal um, paintings. And as the lightning flashes, they show scarier images of themselves. There's like a Medusa one, a um, couple other versions. And also this is where the the inverted busts, you see them. But what they look like to you when you walk by is that these, these statues are following you with their eyes. Um, I say this is different from Magic Kingdom Haunted Mansion because in... Um, that version, it's actually one of your very first show scenes. Like, you get into your Doom buggy and you go past these same things, but you're already on the ride at that point. So I thought that was kind of an interesting change. Um, but continuing on past the portraits and all of that, you reach your ride vehicle, which I already mentioned, um, are called Doom buggies, which is just a great little little name for these little guys um wordplay wordplay and they're just again they're they're all black and they're kind of partially covered over the top and and the sides and it's meant that again that's meant for you to only look at what the ride has been programmed for you to look at so um cheryl can we though for a second because i i mean i've heard the term doom buggy forever and accepted it without thinking as i mentioned i just go through life and just i'm like what is that thing but did you know there are some places in america where they call shopping carts buggies and now i just got real on a track of just like yeah. what about doom shopping carts but that's not what we're riding in yeah <laughs> but so if you are in that part of america that calls your shopping cart buggy mm-hmm. That is not what we are talking about. Do you call them doom buggies when you, like, go grocery shopping, but you really don't want to I be? will. I will okay. now, but mostly if I go to, like, a Walmart where I'm like, well, yeah, I have to stressful. be here. So in, in my research here for this, I found out that not um, – doom. the term doom buggy is not referenced on the ride unless there it has there's a stop right um to load someone or something and that's when the voice will come on and say like stay in your doom buggy but that's the only time it's actually um referenced otherwise the ghost host is just like welcome to your vehicle i will lower your lap bar and then you always get hit in the knee every single time yes (laughs) right 
Um, or I reach for it like four times and have to remember that that's not how this works. Correct. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's literally saying that to you. Um, I've, I've done the same thing. So, but they are quite comfortable and they're kind of, kind of relaxing. Again, it's like a slow moving, mm-hmm. super dark ride. Um, once you've seen it a couple times, it's no longer scary, but anyway. So at Disneyland, again, remember how we took an elevator down to get on our ride? Now we have to take um, an incline back up. So the first thing you do at Disneyland is just go up to that, that higher level again, and then you're on the ride. Um in Magic Kingdom, the first scene, again, is the portrait gallery and the bust and the kind of the book. Um, what's that? Who well, said book room? But that's called a library. <laughs> a library? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and one in the of... places in the country where they call it a book room. <laughs> we got, those are called libraries. We got four books in there, so it's a book room. Um, right before you get to the library in Magic Kingdom, the most recent update they've made is that's actually now where they take your online photo, which is another good one, Cheryl, from when we saw each other in April. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's the look of just like, what's happening it's, here? Well, it is because, uh, again, those are where the, they take your picture right when you're looking at the the, the paintings on the wall that yes. are changing with the lightning. It's disguised, yeah, it's disguised as lightning. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, yeah, it, it we look very serene, like way too relaxed on it. Um, but it, yeah, it's meant to catch people kind of off guard and scared, I think. It's a really high quality photo, though. So I was impressed. <laughs> um, so this is where in Disneyland version, the first scene you actually see once you go upstairs is the that endless corridor with the armor and the floating candelabra. Yeah. Um, and I would say one of the creepier scenes in the show or in the 100%. experience. Um, then this is a good example of the where the doom buggies or this omni mover vehicle is important to kind of um, show you what you need to see. Basically, it kind of turns and twists in every direction. Um, and I assume what's going on behind you is just nothing, right? Just like black walls. Has anyone ever seen <laughs> right. this? I have not. I've no. never looked, but yeah, I just assumed there was nothing back yeah. there. Which is good. I, I think it's just like a good use of space, actually. Right. Um, isn't there? Isn't that the place where they have the chair? Have you heard this before? The chair that looks like, like Donald Duck's head. What? Oh. Yes. Yeah, right? Like it had like the, the way that they drew whatever they drew yes. on the chair. I mm-hmm. think the chair's on one side and like the suit of armor's on another side or something. Right. Oh, right. interesting. I I do not know this. I really want to go back and look. Yeah, I don't know how like real that is or who made that up, but like if you look at it, it does like the the lines that are drawn on the chair give you like a little bit of an outline of like Donald Duck if you squint your eyes and you know close them for 10 seconds (laughs) and i'll be honest as a young child like still not understanding where i am i thought that was lumiere and he was just like hanging out never understood (laughs) that it was like scary because like candelabras don't just float randomly in the middle of nowhere that's so great that is actually really charming like baby cheryl (laughs) (laughs) speaking of uh, um and the beast characters you also passed um a clock it's not cogsworth um but it's like a a tall grandfather clock with like the just like spinning out of control um 
hands. Oh, yeah, with the 13th hour, the right? 13th, yeah, it's like yeah, stuck on the 13th true. hour. Um, and then there's yeah. a big like claw hand shadow that comes over it. It's just, oh, yes. it is a creepy. creepy portion of the ride. Um, Mm-hmm. Then you go by the conservatory where they have like the coffin and the raven, um, and there's a, someone trying to get out of the coffin. That's just like straight up scary, actually. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, this there's part. nothing about any of those parts that are fun. No, we're not having <laughs> fun yet. I want to be perfectly clear. <laughs> right. Though, can't wait until we get into the like Disneyland Paris and probably the Tokyo Disneyland mm-hmm. ones or Disney Sea because. It's terrifying to see like a dead body trying to get out of a coffin, but that is nothing compared to what you're going to see oh in my the other countries. Gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or at least Disneyland Paris, so just spoiler alert. So, so this is where I think it starts getting fun. So the next oh no, not yet. It gets scarier before it gets fun. <laughs> so then your Doom Buggy, as as is life, I suppose. Um so your Doom Buggy kind of spins <laughs> like um you're going backwards, basically, through the corridor of doors. This is the scariest yes. part for me, where it sounds like people yes. are trying to get out of the doors or knocking, and you're going backwards, so there's an element oh, of, yeah. like, what the yeah. hell's going on, and blah. Um, the one door starts, like, that's the least scary one, but it like, looks like it's being, like, puffed out. There's, like, green light The bowing out, it. yeah. Um, this part is scary to me, and I don't like it, and it... I've gotten stopped here before, and it makes me very uncomfortable. There's also, like, framed, very scary pictures of, like, dead people or monsters on the wall. I don't like it. I don't like the corridor of doors. are horrifying. They're horrifying. And I think, actually, as you say this, I think we got stuck there last time because I am having PTSD. Yes. Because I was literally thinking just now, it's like, no, mm-hmm. but the, the scary thing is, like, what monsters are doing that? Because for something to be sitting there for hours just trying to open that door, like, that's not <laughs> right. just, like, yes. and the friendly ghost. Like, nope. that is something mean and nope. evil, and you don't want it out in your city. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-mm. Correct. Um, so thank God we've reached the seance room, which is, I think... It's still a little scary, but I think when we start to maybe have a little bit more fun, I think all the doom buggies like turn to kind of go around a semicircle where you see Madame Leota talking to you. Or she's not talking. She's actually not talking to you. She's talking to someone and doing this whole seance. Mm-hmm. And there's ghosts and instruments and stuff. Um, a fun fact about that is, yes, Leota Tombs was also... The name of an Imagineer who worked on designing um, the Haunted Mansion. So that's kind of a tribute to her. But that is not her. It's actually voiced by a woman named Eleanor Audley. Who was also the voice of Maleficent and Lady Tremaine. Fun fact. That is so fun. They have the same eyeballs. All of them. (laughs) Same glare. Yeah. They started it out where, you know, it was old school technology of Madame Leota's face and she was sitting on the table and then they updated it and now she kind of floats and hovers. Mm-hmm. And I never noticed that what she says corresponds to whatever noise happens behind you. When I was a kid, that didn't connect. But she'll be like, you know, hey, spirit, give us a sign by sounding a bell and you'll hear a bell over here. ding and that, yeah, that's a cool effect. So cool. And once it clicks, once you're old enough to understand it, 21, that is the best. <laughs> but I'll, I want to just say, take a second out of here, because I think any, you know, 
passionate Disney person, any annual pass holder, frequent parks goer, your dream is to kind of get evac evacuated from the Haunted Mansion, right? Wait, have you? Well, uh, yes, big story. My family went for the Mickey's Not So Scary, and we it stopped, and I was like, it's happening. But we got stuck in the Madame Leota room, and Mm. arguably the least exciting room to see with the lights on. Oh. Yeah, Did you end up like walking through anywhere else, or that no. was that was it? That was pretty much it. Oh, boring. Yeah. So, um, good luck to you, people. If you like getting evacuated, I hope you get a right. better room than I did. <laughs> so there's a random like this was like I had to put on my Sherlock Holmes hat for this one. So I remember riding Haunted Mansion very early on in my time at Disney, and in in the seance room there was this little green uh it, it was basically like a little it almost looked like a little laser like yes a, a, and it does like a little line thing you know and kind of does whatever i don't know some sort of pattern that i can't really recognize and so it caught my eye because at the time i was working at mission space and we had just opened up not too long at that point but in our control room there was two sides there was the side where the cast members all sat and they like ran the ride essentially and then on the other side was like the show element where they had all the keyboards and the buttons and all that stuff. You get the like if we were a little overstaffed, you'd get the task to go and sit at these chairs and play with the buttons. And you you pretend that you were in a control room and you know launching things or whatever. Wow. Yeah, but in that control room there was these screens that had these this like B-roll footage that was rolling. One of them was like the screen of the X2 spacecraft, you know, ready to launch. Another one was like a star field or something and then one of the screens had that same little green laser and it did the exact same motions and pattern that it does over in haunted mansion and i remember like many years later i i I think i looked it up or something and i got i didn't get confirmation that it was done but i got confirmation that like other people had also noticed this same exact thing that was in the haunted mansion was in the mission space um control room so so I don't know. I just – and I don't know if it, what the connection is. Like why – maybe there was somebody that had worked on the, the updated Haunted Mansion and would, wanted to throw it in there as like a little Easter egg or something. But Maybe it's Claude Coates, the ghost on Mission It space. could be. It could be. Huh. Let's get to these ghosts. Yeah, let's see some ghosts. You actually haven't – you don't even, haven't even seen any ghosts yet. Just seen Lumiere and some weird doors. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> in a Donald Duck chair. Um, yeah. So the next room is a fun room. It's the it's the big dance hall. That's not what it's called. The big <laughs> hall where there are ghosts dancing. Um, it's like old di- dance hall. It's like a dining hall like, slash ballroom yeah. type thing. It's where the sorting hat comes out and they tell you what house you're going to. <laughs> so Listen, many. I've watched Downton Abbey. I know this stuff. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, it like, kind of lo- literally looks like a Downton Abbey except they're all pissed. right um they're all dead it's it is a fun scene though so you are looking down into this ballroom um it looks like there's some sort of it, like a birthday party right someone's blown candles off of a cake um mm-hmm. there's a big hearse backed yes. up to one corner and all the ghosts are like streaming in through it there's two ghosts jumping out party bus is here the, the party bus <laughs> the party hearse <laughs> yeah, they're aggressively rolling out of there as well. So it's oh, also it's a nuts. clown car. Yeah. Um, right. The two 
the two ghosts hop out of the portraits and do like a duel. There are like drunk ghosts on the chandelier, right? <laughs> or is that yeah? Like, oh yeah, that yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the coolest part—that's one of those scenes where you have to like ride it a hundred times before you actually catch everything that's going on in yeah. that scene. It's 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 nuts. Yes. And you get weird FOMO that you weren't invited to that party. <laughs> I agree. You absolutely do. Every time. I wish I were there. And that that was one of those like cool things that again, going back to like the technology of stuff, I, I for the longest time I didn't know how that worked. I, I and same. It was and it was great because you'd ride it and you're like you're like even like trying to figure out like how in the hell is there mirrors? Is there this? Is there that? And I only know because somebody told me, but I still have never like actually seen how they do it, and I, I'm still impressed every time. Yes, and like I've I've like as- assumed it based on like other things I've seen in other places, but like how simple it is versus like what my brain thought I was seeing as a kid is like <laughs> unfair. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a just... good effect. And I think if if what you were told is what I figured out as a kid as a very smart kid no um it's just like the the figures are below us and it's mm-hmm. reflected onto like glass in front of us so that i can still see what's behind it but also what was both like the, the figures right yeah that's essentially it what, a I've, confusing what i've heard yeah. effect anyway like no matter how many times mm-hmm. it's been explained it's like yeah that that sounds crazy um, well, because it goes in and out too right because it's like yeah. they're there and then yeah. they're not and then they're there again and you're like how the hell do they do that so, and that's called, that effect is called Pepper's Ghost, and it's old. It's like magicians were using it, you know, 150 years ago or whatever. Um, <laughs> like where? Like just to scare their siblings? Kinda. Yeah, like in their sh- in their shows <laughs> to their siblings. <laughs> Professional uh, magicians only worked for their siblings. Um, but like, yeah, it's, a whole th- it's like a theater trick, um, but it's no less impressive today, honestly. Um, but have you guys, spoiler, I guess, have you guys ever seen any images of the, like, dancing ghost as in animatronic form? Have you guys seen those before? No. Okay. So. So. I was, like, thinking, I'm like, wait, let me make sure I understand the question. (laughs) So in order to achieve. Dancing animatronic ghost. So, like, in the ballroom, the ghost, but. Because they're Pepper's Ghost, there's like an actual form of animatronic to them. Spoiler, I guess. Um, But in order to make the effect look right, like in the lighting of the Haunted Mansion, they have to be painted like neon colors. So the animatronics themselves are way scarier than their ghost counterparts. Um, Again, (laughs) Google at your own risk because it's it's pretty freaky, but also kind of cool. I'm good. Yeah, for sure. I recommend it. So, like, basically, they look like they were in Chernobyl or something. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so this is when the ride kind of becomes a little bit more lighthearted, I'd say. This is where six-year-old Molly started peeking out from behind her mom, being like, okay, I like dancing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I sounded like. Well, those colors are crazy. Crazy, right? Yeah. Like, literally every highlighter color you could ever yes. imagine. Yes, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Like, neon highlighter colors. It's insane. It's cool. Um, and in the Disneyland version, the organ at the far end of the ballroom is actually the original organ from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Wait, what? where was that? So, 
in the Disneyland version. So there was an organ in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? There was. I don't understand. It was Captain Nemo's. <laughs> oh, so like I'd have to have watched the movie. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Wait, so it's actually from the movie, it's, not uh, from like the old ride. No, no, no. It's a movie prop from the movie. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was unfair. Right, right, that right, right. That was my, my fault. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> they fit that big old organ in those submarines. It was yeah. I was literally like, I have no idea where they put that underwater. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, in it. every episode, there's one lie, and <laughs> you copy it. <laughs> you have to find <laughs> it. You have to find it. Oh, man. So the next scene is, I would vote the scariest scene, actually. Nope, I'm sorry. The Corridor of Doors is the scariest scene. But the second scariest yes. scene, I'd say, is the attic. And that's where you are now and if you notice you're in a haunted mansion right so you've gone kind of throughout the whole house now you've seen almost the full tour which is why you're in the attic um this is where disneyland and um magic kingdom are very different i think Mm -hmm. pre or post updates oh i don't know Are, are they closer together post update well, I don't know. I just know since the updates now, there's all kinds of fun things that happen, and it's one of my more favorite go scenes in, now. Go into it. Share. Yeah. Well, so while Disney World now, they have a bunch of portraits of married couples back in the day, and as you venture through it, the men's heads disappear, mm. which is spooky as all heck. And mm-hmm. so after about three or four of these portraits, then you see... A, go- a ghost bride who has an axe and is like saying some crazy things that would probably get her arrested <laughs> for the murders of those men. So it's just like very spooky. And I would argue more like more of a storytelling device than I had seen beforehand. Yeah, definitely like added an, yeah, that element of like, oh, now I get it <laughs> as you go through the attic there now. Yeah. So what happens in Disneyland? So Disneyland, I guess, it doesn't have the disappearing portraits. It's just kind of your classic scary attic scene with the bride and such. But what they do have in Disneyland, which we don't have in Magic Kingdom, is the hatbox ghost, who's kind of iconic. He's become like a character. Um, Yes. All that effect is also achieved by Pepper's ghost, which is the same as the ballroom. Oh, the, the, the lighting and such. Yeah. So the... Hatbox ghost, the effect is that he has a head and then it disappears and it appears in a box he's holding. <laughs> but very, very successfully. Very successfully. And I think he's scary. Some of these figures, like the figures we'll see in the graveyard, are a lot more humorous, but he's, I think he's scary. And he recently got a um, refurbishment. And so there's, there's a lot of like lore and myth about the Hatbox ghost too. Like if he was originally. In the um, like opening day, where did he like disappeared for a couple years? There's like a whole big um, yeah. There's like a st- like a thing of him like being removed shortly after the attraction opened. Yeah, why? I don't know. I don't, I don't know the story of no. like why uh, they removed him. We're gonna do some deep diving and come back to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, there's. And, Go ahead, go ahead. So there's a lot of things about the... Again, I got, like, a little overwhelmed with looking stuff up about the Haunted Mansion. Like, there's so much stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. about this yeah. ride. Just, again, the, like, how it all came together, the different versions, all the different, like, 
storylines and myths and legends and a ton of stuff. So yeah, Hap- mm-hmm. Hapbox Ghost is one of them. And Do you? No, go ahead. Uh, just going to say, Molly, you you have mentioned a couple times now, and I just want to make sure if people listening, they know what we're talking about. You've mentioned Pepper's Ghost yes. a couple times. Can you give like a quick like... What is that? What is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> there might be people who don't know. I know because I Cheryl looked it up on know. Wikipedia. Oh, so, so that is the name of the illusion that's that we're we're talking about in the ballroom scene where you see ghosts. And how? So, <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl, do you really not know? Are you just I've never playing your role? Sh- here? <laughs> how? <laughs> well, let me tell you. I'm glad I you asked. Never. I've never heard the term Pepper's Ghost so whatsoever. I need. I thought that's literally what we were just talking about like four minutes ago where I said like magicians in like 1902 were using the illusion that's called Pepper's Ghost to make it look like they had like a ghost on stage with them. I think but we lost you Pepper? at some point. Because <laughs> no. I don't remember that at all. Shoot. Who is Pepper and why does she have a ghost? <laughs> that I don't know. That I don't know. Well, the name, the name comes from the 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 scientist who kind of came up with this whole thing. Oh, okay. Dr. Pepper yeah. was his name. No, that's that's different. <laughs> it was John Henry Pepper. You oh. know, late hmm. cousin to the Dr. Pepper that yeah. we know today. Yeah, they're cousins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't please nobody fact check <laughs> oh, that. It is an effect that got started in the 1820s. Holy no. He, no, he was born in 1820. It started in 1860. Mhm. It's crazy. And so it's and like, it, yeah, you There's sh- a cool little drawing you too. You shine like if you're- a light on like a three-dimensional object, but you see it in between panes of glass, which on so on the other side it looks like there's like a shadowy ghostly figure of it. Um so like below you at the ballroom scene, there are actual animatronics painted like highlighters dancing, but when it's there's light shining on them through that pane of glass. Then you see them as ghosts dancing in front wow. of you. It's nuts. So cool. In looking this up, not only is it used in theme parks, but it is the effect that they used to bring Tupac on stage with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg in the 2002 Coachella oh, Music Arts Festival. Wow. Whoa. And Michael Jackson in the 2014 Billboard Music Awards. That's crazy. There you go. Whoa. And there's what? also a do-it-yourself YouTube video that you can do your own Pepper's Ghost with a little Lego. So, which oh. if all of our listeners go to our Instagram page, you can see Ashby demonstrating this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a note right now. I've got to do this. Homework, 100. <laughs> percent Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself there. That's okay. No. You, you probably explained it, and we just missed it completely. <laughs> <Potentially>. <laughs> Uh, that's great okay so we got to get out of this attic unless wait i do have let's not let's stay let's stay (laughs) i I have one more comment about the attic and maybe it's something that'll come up in the graveyard scene because it does happen more frequently there but i remember specifically the haunted mansion being much scarier as a kid because in the attic scene all of a sudden these faces would pop out at me and yeah. I know that it happens in the graveyard scene, but I remember specifically once in the attic scene, it happened. I wasn't ready for I it. It right. popped out from behind something, and I broke a toenail because I kicked the wall so hard. Oh, oh gross. No. It was very scary back in the day. We all they seem shoot up. We all seem very like skittish as children. <laughs> <laughs> we were traumatized. 
But yeah, that was the last thing I remembered. And then they removed them from the attic scene. They're not there anymore. And I think there's only one or two that mm-hmm. still happen later on. But those things were terrifying. And isn't there in the attic, isn't there, well, probably throughout the whole ride, but I, I've heard that in the attic there's certain places that you can see um, Jack Skellington. <gasps> oh, interesting. Isn't, isn't this a thing? Am I making that up? Um, like not Christmas? Not a, Yeah, like I, I don't know. Maybe it's something that just stays in there all the time and then they light it up differently so you can actually see it. But I've heard that like uh, in the attic you can find elements of Jack Skellington kind of in the dark if you look at it the right way oh, I'm that's not sure. fun that's a fun yeah. little I'm gonna egg. send an investigative reporter to suss this out Will on you? the scene yeah. reporting live yeah thank you Cheryl what would we do Done. without you you're welcome um yeah the attic is good and there's been a lot of different versions of it so it's tough to talk about in this situation because I think it's had probably the most um makeovers in the history the mm-hmm. ride, I'd say so, and it has that very similar um, feel to the Tower of Terror, where you go in and it's all dusty and yeah. gross, but obviously maintained that way. <laughs> yeah, they go in there and, and throw dust mm-hmm. twice a month. Um, so, an interesting—you actually exit the attic by your doom buggy turns like all the way around, and there's again with like myths and legends there's the legend is that this is your actual death scene you've been pushed or have fallen yeah out the window and that's like not confirmed but that is kind of i've read that that's like a common um kind of acceptance of what's going on and that's also why when you get to the graveyard you see all the ghosts then all of them i guess do you think that man finds our dead body with his dog Yes, the caretaker. Yeah, he's scared. Oh, I didn't think about that. He that's is so, I'm that's, shaking yeah. in his boots. Um, the trauma he must have. Yeah. Endured. But you really do. There's some like G forces there. Like when you go backwards down the, <laughs> out the window, like you can't get out of that moment. Like you're, no, you are no. truly like no. on your back. It's intense. Um, and then you're in the graveyard and you're there for a swinging wake, as the song says, <laughs> among and, other things. I remember buying a book from Walden Books that was a pop-up. Mm, shout out to Walden Books. Yeah. May he rest it, in peace. Yeah. Yes. It was a Haunted Mansion pop-up book, and it detailed this graveyard scene in ways that I had never understood it. Oh. So, as I've mentioned numerous times in this one episode, I don't pay attention to the world around me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, in going through this scene, I think I noticed maybe two things. One, that one of the busts, I couldn't tell if it was Walt Disney or not, but always just assumed it was. And then there was a very large lady with a Viking hat singing. And that was the only thing I ever noticed. But this book allowed me to notice that there are cats. There are people coming out of tombstones. There are people tombing themselves up back into the tomb, like the grave New Orleans style vaults or whatever. Mm, like it the mausoleum. is so. Thank you. It is jam packed with detail jam-packed and you go i agree it's a place where if i was gonna get stuck somewhere i'd probably want to get stuck in the graveyard because there's so much to see this Um, is where you want to get evacuated mm -hmm. oh for sure definitely and it's just catchy as heck that like fun version of the grim grim grinning ghost is just fantastic yes um 
Also, you pass the singing busts, which is like a looks like like a so great. Is it like a is it a five? Is it four of them? Is it like a it's, barbershop? I think it's quartet? five of them total, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're singing, and it's kind of projection um, of the of the faces, and it's cool. It's just fun. I don't know. I just love this. I love this part of the ride. It makes me really happy. And there is something with I'm trying to find it right now, so we might have to cut this part out, but. There's because I remember looking this up before. One of the one of the singers. Oh, uh, give me one second here. Thurl Ravenscroft is the name of this guy. He is one of the singers of the busts, and he is also the voice of Tony the Tiger. And there was a, what other ones did you have? Uh, Cheryl? No, that was a different person. That's Dal McKinnon. Oh, 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 oh. Whoa. This Tony the Tiger connection is deep. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, yeah, so this thorough Ravenscroft. Because I remember when we wrote, I rode through it one time, I was like, oh, that voice sounds so familiar. And then I looked it up, and sure enough, it was uh, this guy who also did Tony the Tiger. And it looks like he's done some other stuff. He did, like, Brave Little Toaster. Wow. <gasps> um, what other random... Oh, he did some voices for Splash Mountain, the video game. Apparently, there's a video game. I didn't know that. Well, Splash Mountain, the video game? Apparently. <laughs> uh, and then, yes, he's the singer for You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. So if you've heard the Grinch song, oh. that's the singer. His voice and face are in the Haunted Mansion graveyard. Oh, man. He's done Pirates of the Caribbean haunted mansion as we knew already he was one of the singing busts he did enchanted tiki room as the doctor of voice fritz the animatronic parrot and he was buff no that makes sense buff the buffalo on on country bear jamboree yeah 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 yeah. weird the country bear jamboree has a very big tony the tiger like connection that's so funny yeah Um, okay any other highlights from the graveyard? Anyone oh, have, there any is a hidden Mickey moments? in there if people didn't notice. Wait, where? Um, where? So it's a weird one where when you're making that last turn before you go into the, like, tunnel, I guess you would call it, if you look to the right, there's, like, a crypt, and there's a ghost in there, you know, that looks like it's, um, mm-hmm. like, bright. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's like looks like it's a ghost on a piece of cloth. <laughs> yes, and he's waving in the wind. Yeah, so his, like, hand that's up... It's like in the corner, so you have to kind of like lean a little bit to look. It's like up in the, I guess it, I guess it would be the top right corner maybe, but if you look at it, his hand is like in the shape of a a hidden Mickey. It's a it's a really obscure one. I enjoy this one. this scene, and I love the cats that are a part of it because they are not ghost mm-hmm. cats; they're just enjoying their lives. Um, right? Is it implied that the cats can see the ghosts? I don't know, but they're definitely not ghost cats, or mm-hmm. I don't think they are. No, I don't think they are either. I love it. Oh, and then I guess the one last thing that I'll bring up that I, I've heard before, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, is the graveyard has been the recipient of some added um, souls after the fact. What? Oh, yes, very yeah, much so. so. like I don't get I've it. Heard, oh. <laughs> well, anyways... Basically, people have gone through the ride and taken their urns with them and dumped the ashes um, in the graveyard. <laughs> and then they have That's to do some sort of cleanup for it. I don't even know what's involved in that nonsense. Gross. Yeah. Yes. 
Someone brings grandma in a Ziploc bag and then deposits her. No. But the grandma story- doesn't even like this ride. Yeah. <laughs> the story I heard is they have a like a Ghostbuster style like vacuum backpack that comes through and like gets up all of whatever the Because it's happens. considered like it's, biohazardous yeah, it's waste, like human, right? human remains, yeah. Ew. I'm sure it's like I love that you said Ghostbuster backpack though, because that's definitely oh. like they're they're triggering it on, and you hear that like whining of the <laughs> the ecto pack. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but honestly, like if if my grandmother wanted to be put in the haunted mansion, even though I never would, because like Grandma Chill, like we don't need mm-hmm. to disrupt people <laughs> like that. Yeah. I hope that these family members rest assured knowing that they're being sucked up into a Ghostbuster style backpack. I hope that's what they go into. Right, right. Please drop me in the Haunted Mansion, but I know that I'm going to end up <laughs> in a vacuum I, bag. And also the graveyard scene, like corridor of doors, please. Oh, right. You know? yeah. <laughs> Try no, to get me I, through that door. <laughs> I want my spirit to be in a good place. <laughs> that's a good point. Ballroom scene. Yes, that's it right there. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. That is weird. I wonder how many extra spirits have been added to this Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I think it's messing with with the host's overall number. Right, right. (laughs) Right. And don't make a liar out of him. You know, add ones through the back door. If you're listening and you added a soul, can you just let us know on our social media page? We'll just need to tally. We don't need to know who. Tally. Anonymous. Why can't I talk? <laughs> um, omnipotent. Um, Un- omnipotent souls. <laughs> anyways, you can you can let us know. Just let us anonymously. Know. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. But let us know who. Like I don't need to know your name, but let us. Know yeah, who if you, you could just send us a clipping of the obituary, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Grandma, be awesome. cat, fluffy, whatever. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> We're almost done with this ride, if you can believe yes. it. What? Well, we have um, two so more seasons. Round... One of them I don't understand. So I think it's after this oh. next one. Okay. <laughs> what What do we think is... <laughs> what do you think is the next scene? The next one is when the hitchhiking ghosts come in, correct? Yes. Great. Yes. Who have also become, like, characters upon themselves. Mm-hmm. Isn't one's um, name Abner? Oh, God. Another great name. Ezra, I think, is one That's of them. That's what I'm probably thinking. <laughs> I like to have And then I don't know what the other ones. I like There's Abner. like a tall, skinny one. The there's Abraham like Lincoln. A, the Abraham. Baby there's baby. Baby baby. And then there's uh, like a short, Abraham. pudgy one. Abraham. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Gus is the prisoner. Ezra is the skeleton. And Phineas is the traveler. Phineas. Hi, I wonder. Would we call him a hobo? Do we think? Oh, wait. Is, but if <laughs> he's a traveling worker, hobo. then he's a hobo. Right. Right. As of right now, he's just a traveler. Yeah. Mm. I love that the name Phineas, though, like that's been used, you know, in a couple different. Uh, right? That's a Disney show? Am I making that up? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's love a hundred days of summer vacation. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Figure out what to do. What if Phineas and Ferb is. Like young Phineas, the hobo traveler ghost. Oh my god! I think it is. Yes. I think it is. Yes. Wow! Talk about Hot synergy. Take. Hot take. <laughs> Hot but take. 
I mean, even, well, so back in the day, it used to be a, a Pepper's Ghost, now that I know that term. Mm-hmm. It used to be a Pepper's Ghost effect, right? Where you're, <laughs> they would be a mirrored buggy on the other side and they'd be sitting next to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will tell you, as a child growing up, not understanding what was happening around me, this I did get. They told me one would follow me home, and I continued to speak to that ghost for the mm-hmm. rest of the day. Oh, that's baby amazing. Cheryl. <laughs> that is amazing. Mostly through the Pirates of the Caribbean queue, because that's also so spooky. And I would yeah. also be like, is this where you want to stay? Oh, no, you want to come home with me? Great. <laughs> Which is still creepy. Is this the same? I guess it's the same at Disneyland. Why wouldn't they? But now it's like that ghost will steal my head and he will move it around and he'll put it on Molly's body. Yes. I don't like when that happens. No. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, over. It's overreaching a little bit. But also I do like it. I do like it too. And they like sit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like, a cool effect. Yeah, very cool effect. <laughs> I have to know what is the next scene then because I thought that was the last scene. <clears throat> Do you know it, Ashby? Because I don't understand it. Wait. Why is there a tiny lady asking me to hurry uh, back? Yeah, it's, yeah. That's Madame Leota. Again. Right. That's, that's the her? Lady. That's not the bride? I always, I always was told it was the bride. Oh. Maybe, maybe it she is. She wants me back, and she is dying to have me. Yes. And yeah. I'm uncomfortable. That was like, so me I remember too. like uh, there was a friend that, went through this whole story of, you know, Haunted Mansion and everything you go through. And I remember that, like, the last part was, because it was, like, all leading up to basically, like, she was the wife that we saw earlier in the attic who killed all the husbands and stuff. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's all these, like, crazy stories that people just make up because <laughs> because the story. Because there is no right? story. <laughs> the story is so messed up as it is. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you're right, though. I'm picturing her now. She is, like, in a bridal outfit. Yes. Yep. Maybe the fun fact is she's voiced by Leota Toomes, the person. Ooh. That might be where oh, I'm confused. Interesting. I'm a big fan of hers. I just don't understand why she's so tiny. It is it like just like a horrible example of forced perspective? I don't think <laughs> like she's it's supposed like to imply that she's on like a far shelf away. next to a like crow. I think it is just like a Barbie doll, but I don't think it's. A, I don't, to be a doll. I don't understand it. That's that's the thing that k- brings me back to reality. And maybe that's the point. Is I'm just like, oh, yes, maybe. this ghost isn't Snap real. out of it. And then you're like, come on, <laughs> hitchhiking ghost. We're Let's leaving. Let's go, Phineas, and figure out our summer. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> don't you know? I'll be honest. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> me neither. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that is... Disneyland and Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion. Oof, we yeah. made it. The only other two somehow fun facts I want to do is as you exit, there is a fun like New Orleans style tomb. And I think of this more as like Ocean's 8, Danny Ocean, is he really dead, is he not kind of wall where people might be buried, oh. but they have a lot of fun names okay. there too. And then next to it is a pet cemetery, which right. is iconic because Mr. Toad is in there. Yes, mm. that is a nice little tribute. Mm-hmm. There you go, Mr. Toad. But I, like that. I mean, is that at Disneyland or just Walt Disney World? So I think Disneyland has its own version, um, and they don't have Mr. Toad because he still exists he's, he's, in Disneyland. I mean, he's still dead because you've experienced that in the attraction. Correct. But, Ugh, right, God. right, right. Good point. So weird. So on the topic of, so Haunted Mansion, we said, is strictly, you know, California and Walt Disney World. But the other parks do have their own version of a Haunted Mansion. 
Mm-hmm. So Correct. now yeah. I'm going to take you to the wonderful country of France and, ooh, and, oui, dis- oui. Ooh, la la. Ooh, la, la <laughs> and discuss a little attraction named Phantom oh. Manor. Okay, oh. Phantom Manor. My accent was really terrible. So I mean, it wasn't bad. Thank, was thank you. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Phantom Manor because I have never um, – spiritually experienced an attraction the way I did Phantom Manor. I came out of it and wrote it wow. an additional two times right in a row, which has Whoa. probably not happened for Cheryl since she was 10 writing Barnstormer during the fireworks. Like, wow. I fell in love with it. And wait, I'm sorry. Prior to this, Barnstormer was your okay, repeat Okay, ride? I'm sure there are <laughs> listeners out here who understand. When the fireworks are happening, you can just Fair. rewrite okay. Barnstormer oh, to your heart's content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I understand that. That makes sense. I thought you were just like, this is what no, we no. need to keep right. right. I understand. When you, yeah, yeah. That when makes you sense. you are 14 and your sister is only 11 and you guys, your mom and dad are like, I am not writing anything else. You just Barnstormer mm-hmm. it in a circle. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Carry on. I apologize. So Phantom Manor opened in Disneyland Paris in April 12th, 1992. Um, As we mentioned, over in um, New Orleans Square, is that what it's called? That's it. Disneyland, that's where Haunted Mansion California is. In Liberty Square, that is where Haunted Mansion Walt Disney World. Phantom Manor takes place in Frontierland in Disneyland Paris, which is insane. Wow. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. So, and I didn't notice this at the time, but I felt, look, I fell so in love with Phantom Manor, I bought a t-shirt, and none of you know me well enough to know, but this is a big deal. No. <laughs> yeah, you're not a merch gal. I'm not a merch girl. I'm not a t-shirt gal, but this was the only thing I could find. So, the story of Phantom Manor was inspired by the never-built Western River Expedition, Um which was like a Pirates of the Caribbean style attraction designed by Mark Davis. Was that one of the original? Sure yeah, was. Yeah. Not not Claude Coates, RIP. Nope. Not Claude. Right. So the story of Phantom Manor, and there are different versions of this, but I'm going strictly on the Wikipedia one because why not? <laughs> That's going to be the most authentic. <laughs> so oh, Henry God. Ravenswood, who was born in 1792, was a western settler who struck gold in Big Thunder Mountain and founded the Thunder Mesa Mining Company, thus creating Thunder Mesa, basically Frontierland as a whole. And so when you Hmm. walk into Disneyland Paris, you go up their Main Street USA, still feels very USA, which is in Paris, who knows. But when you make a left, that's where Frontierland is. And immediately in front of you is Big Thunder Mountain, and you have to kind of go around the river a bit to get to Thunder phantom manor but it's all in the same location so it's directly across from big thunder mountain and you can see it um you can see the trains go by if it's running so um mr ravenswood henry became rich and built himself a victorian style manor on boot hill overlooking big thunder mountain and boot hill remember that because i'll touch on that at the very end okay but boot Boot Hill. hill it's not important but it is also very weird so okay. he lived there with his wife, Martha, um, who was born in 1802, and his daughter, Melanie Ravenswood, in 1845. So to skip ahead, apparently they found gold in that mountain. So they were mining it, and people were coming here, and the spirits did not enjoy it. So that's a little bit of the backstory of what goes on there. Um, but then, you know, gold becomes scarce, and the miners stop coming. But Melanie grows up. 
she falls in love with someone who works with her father named Jacob, I believe his name is. But ultimately, the long and the short of it is there's an earthquake in Thunder Mesa that kills both of Melanie's parents. Melanie is betrothed to Jake, her father's partner or business person. I don't know. And on her wedding day, her parents are not alive. All of a sudden, this mysterious phantom comes up and kills her, or makes him kill him. I don't know. He hangs himself. I think he's the guy in the, yes, in the painting room. So she kind of then just is constantly in a limbo of just like, but I'm supposed to get married today and never kind of get over that. And then years and years later, nobody knows she never leaves the house. She's in there. She's basically Schrodinger's cat. Is she dead? Is she not? I don't know. But people can hear her singing all through Thunder Mesa around. Um, Up until, according to Wikipedia, up until 2018, that phantom was just a phantom. But then afterwards they were like, oh, no, in a painting, that phantom is actually her father. So after he dies, he doesn't want his daughter to marry him. So that's when he kind of haunts her and does that. Mm. So that's a little bit of the backstory. Not sure if I made it made sense. But that's super dark. It is right? so dark. So <clears throat> let's get into the actual attraction, right? So the mm-hmm. house is very much like Walt Disney World. It is an it is a house. It's not so much a New Orleans style mansion. And it kind of looks like the Psycho House that we were talking yes, about earlier. Yes, very much so, and very mm-hmm. plain. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's deserted. Like if they were to close it up, I'd be like, "What's that weird thing in the distance?" There is a very fun winding pathway with stairs. There's a gazebo. It's very um, Haunted Mansion-esque as far as, like, the queue to get into it. But once you're inside, you have the same weird, creepy um, fireplace. You have the same. It is an elevator in Disneyland Paris. It's not the Walt Disney World version. But the paintings are a little bit different. They're not your classic. Um, There's no girl with a parasol. But I'll be honest, I don't remember what they are. I think, isn't there like a couple or something? Is that, yes. There's like a couple and then a bear or something. I don't even, like, it's random. It's the, I remember the one where it's like um, people are picnicking or something. And it looks, when it stretches, it looks like there's like bugs that are all going to come mm. eat them or something. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like there, that one. Yeah, there's a, a man at the top of a tree and there's a bear coming after him. But... Then you open it up, and there is the same painting gallery and tombstones like they have at Disneyland, where that's not a part of the attraction. And then you kind of round a corner, and it, it, it is the same as Disneyland, where there's a staircase, and it there's lightning and all kinds of stuff, but the bride is standing on the other side of where the vehicles are. Oh, yeah. She, I've seen that. And that's where you get on That's the where ride. you get on the ride. That's scary. It, she's like singing. It is so spooky because I don't know if she's good or bad, and I'm about to get on a ride with her. Yeah. <laughs> You're opting into yes. this. Yeah. Now knowing that like she's probably a good person, someone I would like Spoiler. to get with. Well, after reading Wikipedia is what I mean. Because <laughs> oh, right. even going oh, through the ride, I have no yeah. idea. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> this is a, quite a spoiler. Quite a spoiler. Yes. So then um, you get in there, she's there, and it's, it's very lovely. Um, you know the Lumiere scene with the candelabra? You round that, you round that corner yeah. and she's holding the candelabra. And, hmm. and Pepper's ghost, she comes in and out. So it's a candelabra, and sometimes <gasps> the bride is there, sometimes the bride isn't there. 
Interesting. Oh, so that gave me chills. And is the, is the ride system the same? Very same. Okay. Same okay. Omnimover as you've ever been on it before. Buggies, not shopping carts. And then <laughs> the seance room is pretty much the same. Um, the, the dancing ghost one is the same except for underneath where those two paintings are of the brothers shooting each other. I guess they're brothers. I don't know. I just implied that. Um, there is a balcony, oh, yeah. and the bride is overlooking the party, which is supposed to be her wedding reception, and the oh. phantom is standing behind her. Ooh, creepy. Ooh, Very on. creepy. And then the attic scene, she's up in there crying into, like, a vanity dresser, and you see her crying, and then as you kind of circle around, you see the phantom in the reflection of the mirror. Oh. He is straight up haunting her. Um and then from that, you round the corner, and he, instead of the hatbox ghost, he's kind of standing to the side, just cackling. Oh, jeez. He sounds like an, an a-hole. Honestly, <laughs> I don't, and uh, if it's her dad, it is a very weird relationship. Mm, yeah, I don't like that. Something I to explore. Like seen, seen that law and order. Yeah. Right, mm. right. Um, I I do remember one of the things that did scare me to my core was in I think the haunted mansions of my childhood there was that old the man the grave gravekeeper and his dog. There is uh-huh. a zombie mm-hmm. dog. Oh. Ooh. What? No thanks. Then this part is a little bit weird. So once you leave the attic, you kind of go through a crypt and it reminds me a lot of the opening scenes of Pirates of the Caribbean where there's just a lot of skeletons who are very kind of active in their afterlife but not a lot of movement so maybe like a post-mortem kind of a skeletal Mm. movement but they're crawling out of whatever tombstones that they have and it is very close to you we stalled for a good minute in this room and I was uncomfortable Oh, geez. But this is where it gets very, very crazy. Then you kind of go into a very Western Thunder Mesa, Big Thunder Mountain, front, you know, you're in Frontierland Saloon area. So hmm. I guess I did die because now I'm seeing more ghosts than I did before. There is the yeah. mayor of this Western town, and he salutes us by taking his head off. And he oh, yeah. is talking, so he's my ghost host. Huh. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Wait, that's fun. Yeah. It's, so it's like the graveyard, the fun graveyard scene except Frontierland, which just sounds great. Absolutely. It, that's exactly what it is. It is ghost Frontierland town. So there's a lady coming out of a saloon. There are ghosts that you don't see, but cards flying back and forth because they're playing poker. Oh, that's fun. It is, it is spooky without a doubt. And if you are from the States and are not prepared for it, it will shake you to your core. Now, are there hitchhiking ghosts? I think I blacked out because I don't remember. You were a f- scared. <laughs> I remember watching a video of it. I don't. I don't remember seeing the hitchhiking ghost. I do remember seeing the busts, though. Yeah. The, the singing. Uh, In bust heads. All of the photos that I have, I did not photograph, and I tried to videotape the entire Phantom Manor the second time around because I was very intrigued by it. <laughs> um, but. Once you get out, then you kind of are in Boot Hill, and that is where the graveyard is. So before 
in mm-hmm. Disneyland and Walt Disney World, you're kind of walking through the graveyard and you see all the tombstones. That isn't in the queue at Phantom Manor. It's all after the fact. And it reminds me a lot of like Walt Disney World's Geyser Point, where when you exit Big Thunder Mountain, there's that geyser. It's very kind of Big Thunder Mountain-y. The same for Boot Hill. So it's that's where it kind of very much ties together the Frontierland aspect of your Haunted Mansion. And I and then once you look at the entire building, there's Melanie, the ghost bride, and she's staring at <gasps> you through the window. Oh she's my. Back. That's crazy. She sounds like a creep. I don't Yeah, this one sounds a little scarier. I'm very terrified. Is the Phantom supposed to be like not literally, but he like reminds all the like mirror and like stalking stuff reminds me of like the Phantom of the Opera. Right, yeah. Honestly, quite possibly. They they right. said that it wasn't her father until in two, 2018, I guess they did a refurbishment of it and then that's when they put mm-hmm. a portrait where when you see Henry Ravenswood and then the lightning comes through, <laughs> that's when the Phantom shows up. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Wait, Cheryl, did you see this pre or post refurbishment? Post. Be- wow. Oh, I went once okay. in 2018 and it was closed for the refurbishment and then again in 2019. Mm. So I've only seen a oh post refurbishment. But um, I guess happy ending of the story, uh, at D23 this oh. year, they announced that they're coming out with a Phantom Manor movie. Oh, no. <gasps> Interesting. And I've never been more excited about a Disney <laughs> movie in my entire that life. That sounds awesome. When I tell you that this ride, like, touched me in my core, like, I, it did. And I highly recommend flying to France. For That's it. amazing. Well, I guess we'll just it's the, cash out the Patreon and see it, what right, we can do. Right. It's the only one I have left. I haven't been to Disneyland Paris. I'm re- that's... I'm excited to go. But you have been to Tokyo, correct? I've been to Tokyo and Hong Kong. And Hong Kong, um, if you are unaware, has its own version of a, like, haunted mansion attraction. Mm -hmm. And I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but in in China, it's a little different with the culture uh, because, like, spirits and afterlife, it's very different with the way that they... um, their beliefs and things like that. I wish I knew mm-hmm. more about it, but I'm not an expert in that. But that's just kind of the reasoning why they, they went a little bit of a different route in Hong Kong. Yeah. So they have what's called Mystic Manor. And location's interesting because it's technically like in its own land called Mystic Point. But that park's weird in the way they set it up anyways. And I know there's a lot of work going on over there. So whatever. But it's like basically located between <laughs> you're walking from Toy Story Land and you're going into... Uh, the area where the big grizzly mountain run runaway mine car <laughs> attraction is, and then in the middle of it is Mystic Point, <laughs> where this that sounds the, fine. The only thing that's there is <laughs> Mystic Manor, um, yeah. but the building is absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's a really interesting looking building. It was modeled after an old house that used to be in L.A. Uh, called the Bradbury Mansion. Ooh. Mm. And there's actually that one's gone, so it's no longer there. But they do still have. Uh, the Carson Mansion in California and you can look up pictures it looks a little similar it's it's the architecture behind it Um, so Mystic Manor uh, because they're not doing the whole like ghost thing they came up with this whole other idea and they have two main characters in it they've got 
um, Lord Mystic or Lord Henry Mystic. Henry. Yep. And, and Hank. his last name Hank. is Mystic, so that's the reason it's called Mystic Manor. And then his monkey named Albert. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's the cutest monkey yeah. name I've ever heard. And funny enough, Albert does remind me a little bit of Abu from Aladdin. Yeah. I don't know sure. if that's supposed to be that way, but that's what He's I thought He's kind of mischievous. Does he see yeah. monkey? It's uh, actually, Ooh. he does, Ooh. yeah. God, we are, we are killing the transitions right, right now. <laughs> um, so Mystic Manor opened late in the game. It was May of 2013, so it's probably the newest, I guess, out of all of the, we'll call them Haunted Mansion-esque attractions um and you can tell because the technology inside this thing is it's absolutely insane so for the ride system itself they didn't go with the omni mover they went with a trackless ride system Ugh. and if you have been on any type of trackless ride system it it's it's amazing because it's unpredictable you don't know what's going to happen i find that to be very scary actually it can be. yeah yeah for sure right the first one I did that was a trackless, like like this type of a ride, was the, um, what do they call it? The Honeypot, Honeypot Spin? It's over in Tokyo. Um, similar thing where you get in a little honeypot and then it just goes berserk. You have no idea where you're going. And it's amazing. It's such a great ride. We'll talk about that in podcast number, insert number here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so the cars actually hold six people in the vehicles when you go through. And um, the premise of the story is just basically, like, you go into this manor. Um, Lord Henry has this collection of all these, like, crazy things from across the world. Because that's what he does. He collects, you know, all this stuff. Um, and so you, have, um, so you have all these collections and stuff. And he kind of goes into that in the very beginning when you meet him. And then he's got this, like, music box. And... He, it's like something new to his collection, whatever. And then he's like, okay, I'll be right back. And then he closes the door and he leaves. And this is all animatronic, of course. And then um, our little buddy uh, um, Albert shows up, our mischievous monkey, and he grabs this like – it's like a gem that's inside the music box. And as soon as he touches it, it releases this like magic that – with projections and everything else takes over the entire room and basically the whole ride is you going through the rest of the manor and there's all these elements that have come alive of these either it's like the the item or if there was like a spirit associated with the item it comes to life as you go through the whole place and it is there's so many things that just surprise the hell out of you because because essentially what you do is you see something like you'll see a picture just hanging on the wall and then all of a sudden because the magic hits it, it, like, turns into a real live picture or it actually, like, comes out of the picture and becomes an element of the room. And it, it's a – it's such a cool attraction with all of the, spe- the special effects that they have. I was going to say, I have never been to this to see it in person, but as you know, I like uh, YouTube <laughs> right spoilers. <laughs> so I, I was watching some this past week, and um, I, rem- I then remembered a few years ago I had watched one as well. And at the time, I remember, like, not believing my eyes, being like, "There's I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, having seen, like, Happily Ever After firework projections, I understand, like, what we're doing mm-hmm. now. Um, but it's no less impressive. I oh, mean, the, yeah. like, Ashby, what you're describing, the, like, um, the they look like paint 
paintings, like more than any other haunted mansion effect of like changing paintings before. Right. And they turn the way they animate is just so so cool. Um, That's and it seems like it's not connected to haunted mansion, but a lot of the the like rooms and scenes are very reminiscent of your classic haunted mansion model. Yeah, you definitely get you get a little taste of things. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then like. Um, uh, my favorite there's a couple rooms where you go in and, and it does kind of the Winnie the Pooh honeypot spin thing where it's more open so you kind of travel in multiple directions in one room and you're kind of bouncing around so that's kind of cool my favorite is at the very end spoiler alert there's a um, uh, it's like a giant statue uh, it's like a monkey um, and it has to do with I, I'm sure there's some story behind that but he comes to life and he's like a uh, kind of like a sorcerer type and he creates this like tornado in the room and all of the the vehicles that are in that room at that point start going around the statue in a circle so you're essentially in the tornado and then like the wall literally just wow. explodes it reminds me of like Muppets 3D when the wall <laughs> behind the theater explodes and it's kind of that similar thing but this one the actual the actual wall like pieces of it just kind of blow away and then you end up like seeing the stuff on the other side it's a yeah it's just like it is definitely one of those rides where you have to ride it a hundred times to see every little thing that happens in there it's just an amazing attraction oh that sounds cool right do you guys remember a few weeks ago when i was talking about the sca the society for explorers and adventurers oh yeah 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 well, fun fact, Lord Henry Mystic is a part of the SCA. That makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, I really think we should do like a whole episode on this, but I think he was one of like, this Mystic Manor was part, like one of the earliest storylines in this little um, little side folklore oh, Disney man. stuff. Yeah, so. we need to dig deep into this because I feel like there's so much to the whole like story behind all this stuff. Um, the one thing we should mention is in um, Disneyland, uh, they do holiday a holiday overlay oh, yes. for Haunted Mansion. Has anyone seen that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I have not. I would love you to. You have to go. It's so awesome. And it's a Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. overlay. And that actually, it, they do it for several months. So it's for the Halloween season and then all the way through Christmas. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And but yes, obviously, I've seen some video ride through of it, and it just looks so cool. It just looks because um, everything's just so much brighter mm-hmm. than it usually is. But they take such good um, use of the the Omni Mover technology, right? Like pointing you at exactly what they want you to see, all the scenes and everything. Yep, so yep. it looks fantastic. And I, I I was coming from the like at that point, I don't think I had seen Haunt or um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, I, obviously, I know of it, and I've seen clips, but, like, never actually saw the movie. So, as somebody who wasn't even a fan, I loved what they did, you know. Oh, interesting. It was, yeah, yeah, it's really great. If, if you've never done it, you have to go and try it out. Yeah. Growing up, I was a big fan of The Night Before Christmas, me and my friend Charlotte. will always watch it. And then um, I remember they, they debuted it, like, 2007, I feel like. It was 
it was after I had gone, I don't remember, but my dad went a few times and he brought me back a sweatshirt and it was so cool. And then when I went back a few years ago, being able to experience it, they do such a good job of transforming everything you love about the Haunted Mansion into Nightmare Before Christmas. And you see how it so seamlessly like transitions instead of the grave gravekeeper and the dog, there's, you know, Jack and Zero and... It's it's honestly everything you ever want, and I there's always people who wish that it would come to Orlando, but knowing that it's such a different market, whereas in like California it's more local, so you can change those things up. Whereas at Disney World, it's more like international travelers, I guess, which is why they don't want to change things like that. But oh well, I think that about wraps it up. <laughs> it's been exhausting. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> We're so tired. So, so far, I mean, we've been recording for over two hours. Right, right. Uh, thank you guys for taking our journey through the spiritual world <laughs> in this episode <laughs> where we learned about ghouls and ghosts and phantoms and monkeys that steal things. Hmm. And we hope to see you next time as we discover more about... <laughs> I'm turning into William Shatner. So thanks and have a wonderful day. But a day. great Shatner. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.